0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Scavenger Life. This is episode number 480 at scavengerlife.com. We suddenly
1: now have four cats in our house, who I guess they live here.
0: (laughs) They very much live here. Is
1: that correct?
0: Look, we had three cats forever, so it's not that much of a difference. One died. One died, so we had two cats for a year.
1: We talked about... uh, you then like found a you uh, rescued a forest cat like just a kind of a stray
0: who lived across the street in feral the forest cat,
1: and then suddenly a fourth cat just appeared on our back porch,
0: and he's like the sweetest little dude. Yeah, actually, he's the biggest cat we own now.
1: He's he's an old cat. We call him Old Boy. So now we have four cats, and so it's almost like we are those people that are. Oh god, we're like a cat shelter.
0: Well, at first we thought the the old cat was a girl and we thought she was pregnant and we were like, "Oh my god." <laughs> and we brought her to her to the vet. And I was like, "Just tell me how is she?" And they're like, "Well, he is a neutered male who's about 10ish years old." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, "Okay."
1: Yeah, but he was in rough shape. He's like yeah. he's still he's like covered in scabs and like uh he yeah. had
0: bugs all over him but he got you know flea treatment and stuff yeah. he had ear mites so
1: but uh
0: definitely living outside i
1: will in and, and we have a cat door so i will no longer open the door for these cats like uh <laughs> the, the back door we have to teach insane, them the door and they just have to learn to go in and out of our cat door and uh that's it so we're so we we're, we're in a cat circus yep. So Ryan, one thing this week that, or the past couple weeks, I've I've noticed that uh, you've noticed of me is that I will uh, I will just like sigh, right? Uh, I will go like this. I'll, I'll go. will we'll be like driving in the car. It
0: happened yesterday.
1: And I don't even recognize that I'm doing it, but I'll go like this. I'll go.
0: And I'm like, that is the sound <laughs> of Jay being stressed out. And I don't even... Unconsciously thinking of something. Like, the other thing too is, and I do this all the time, but like, when you do it, I'm like, oh, we know something's wrong. (laughs) No, no, no. Not the sighing, but I'll be like talking to you and I'll be like, hey, guess what? I'm about to make you homemade mint chocolate chip ice cream, which is like Jay's favorite thing. Homemade from scratch with the best ingredients. And you literally do not hear a word of it. Like, you're staring at your computer writing something, and I'm like, wow, something's up. If so, you didn't hear that. So, let's break this down. So, there's a couple things. So, there's
1: there's yep. doubt, right? Like, we yes. all have doubt. Yes. You know, you're like, huh, I wonder if this is going to work. I don't
0: know. Am I doing this wrong? It's like doubt. Yeah.
1: What I sometimes deal with is, is like, opening the trap door, and let's go deeper than that. It's deeper sometimes than I doubt. Sometimes I deal with, like like self-hate, you know, Mm. like, oh yeah, like for real, you know, where, you know, I just beat myself up over things that I say or do or did. I will oftentimes, sometimes when I make that noise where I go like this, I will beat myself over things I said or did when I was like 10 years old. Oh
0: my God.
1: I will have like a memory in my head and I'll just be like, it's so normal. And that's crazy to me. And and I'm just So
0: is that what you were doing yesterday or is that just like in general? In general. Yeah. Like I think that's normal. Yeah.
1: And and oftentimes it comes up when we are doing a lot of things, so there's you know a lot of other things
0: going on. I think I think a lot of so I totally do that too. Um I think everybody does that. I think some people are more affected by it. I think there are you know, where like it goes in circles and you can't get rid of it. And you're like, okay, well this is ridiculous. And it's 25 years old memory that the other person probably does not remember at all. Yeah. Um, or I think stress can trigger that stuff too. When you have a lot, like we have a lot going on right now, all amazing, great, like can't wait till these things are, you know, happening even more type stuff, but it's a lot to juggle. I feel like we say that, like, every six months. We're like, and then there's this other thing. That right. And, do. you
1: know, and, like, when I feel like it's one of those things where when I'm a bit understressed, when when I'm under stress, under stress, yeah. And there is uh, an opening for a little bit of doubt to come in. Sure. It's just, there is all this stuff waiting in the wings that likes that opening and yep. wants to get in there yep. and just open it up. And, yep. uh... And, you know, look, it's fine. It, this is nothing, you know, this is nothing like unnormal for me. Yeah. Like, uh, this is something I've dealt with my entire life and you, and I'm, and I know it's, it's, it's common among other people too. And I guess the story of each of our lives is how we deal with that. I yeah. mean, that's one reason yeah. why I always say like, like one of the best things to do if you're trying to run an eBay store is get a therapist because it's going to bring out all these things because, you know, you... I can't rely on a boss or a job or a system at a job to, like you know, give me a structure to live, you're running your own business.
0: Well, that's true with any independent business. I mean, not just eBay, but like all our businesses are like without a safety net, to be honest. And that
1: it brings up all kinds of stuff.
0: Yeah. And, you know, and, you know, I think about like this podcast. Yeah.
1: We do this every week. We're like real proud of that just because we like consistency. I think that's like one of our strengths. And
0: clearly it's therapy for us.
1: It's just like consistency
0: (laughs) group therapy here
1: like something yes something we've talked about like we may not be the smartest people
0: speak for yourself speak for yourself i
1: think one thing we can say say (laughs) is that we have like stick-to-itiveness yes oh my god do we are committed but i also think like wow what if what we're doing is documenting our own failure You know, Mm, like,
0: wow, Jesus, what kind of week did you have that I didn't notice? I had a great week. God, I had a great week, too.
1: I'm just saying that those are moments I have where I'm just like, wow, what if like, oh, yeah, this is like, uh, yeah,
0: people are gonna be like, and then guess what happened to them?
1: And Um, then, Like one week, we're just like, oh, yeah, none of everything we were working on. It didn't work. Yeah.
0: Okay, so let me just back up like ten years. Um <laughs> I mean <laughs> what the hell? Uh hey, I'm getting this is an sidelined o- here. This is an this open podcast.
1: this is an open safe place, right? Um, to talk about anything.
0: In public. So <laughs> we've done we've finished a lot of projects that are businesses that make us money. Sure. So Yeah. Look, I'm check not, mark. Okay, like Okay, stop.
1: <laughs> I'm not looking for like arguments why it's not gonna be a failure. I'm just saying Yeah.
0: I see what you're saying.
1: These are thoughts that happen and then I have to deal with that, you know. And then of course my next thought is yeah, yeah exactly what you said, like this is crazy. Right. You know, let's just take this a day at a time. You know, like yeah. that's all we can ever do is just like work with what's in front of us. Yeah. Question make sure we're questioning like is this crazy does this money work do these numbers work blah 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 yeah um but it's just reality and and i'm and i'm just bringing it up as i don't know if someone is hearing this thinking about starting an ebay business i mean i don't know i see it on the forums we see it in our phone calls people get overwhelmed yeah and and that's in that to me when people just you know have a sense of overwhelm i just if if i break it down that's what it starts to become is just yeah. like, you know, it's more than doubt. It's actual like, like a crab pulling me back in the bucket kind of
0: thing. And, right. and, it's and, not, and I deal with it. Yeah. Know? I mean, it's not just, right. it's not just like surface stuff. Right. It's like stuff that everybody deals with, with like life stuff, deep, deep stuff. And yeah.
1: Before we go into our numbers and eBay specific, <laughs> what out. did we sell this week? I mean, the good thing is, is we deal with it. I deal with it. I think you deal with it. Yeah, like, we talk about it, and it's just one of those things. And I think I can't imagine a person that doesn't ever right. experience that. Sure, it's, it just
0: it just comes in waves. And
1: I guess it's all how we deal with it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like well, and how do you move on from it yeah. and like do the things that make sense to you, right? Um, and make and make your life livable, right? like exactly, you know, uh, and not and not just be like, look, I had we must have talked about this on the podcast. I think it was in like June or May. It was in May when I was just like. Why are we doing any of this? This is like the most stressful businesses, you know? Like, let's just sell everything and, like, just. Right? I mean, talk about doubt. I was like, burn it all down. Done. This is a joke.
1: This is an actual conversation we had. Yeah. Where you, and I was like, are you serious? Like, I mean, because because
0: you're like, because we can. Anytime we talk,
1: everything's on the table, you know? Yeah. Uh, Yeah.
0: But so yeah. I definitely yeah. can relate to what you're talking about to a right. very specific degree. Yep. Um, but that conversation obviously made me feel better.
1: Yep. And that's why everything should be allowed to be talked about. Sure. So Ryan, before we talk about eBay, how about something else? Coffee roasting.
0: Yes. Let's get... <laughs> Let's get some lighter fare here. (laughs) No, I mean, I think that that's totally light. I love that. See, like that. Oh, yeah. That's
1: reality. Anyway, so let's talk about coffee roasting. So you and Phil, our our partner in crime here, are now uh, roasting coffee. On the regular. You guys roast... You can roast up to 25 pounds at one time. Right. Right, right now, you're still doing what? 10, 10 15, pounds. 10 yeah. Pounds.
0: 10 pounds. batches. Because that's what our where our recipe's at.
1: And you guys are slowly... Yep. Not, not slowly. Not even slowly, but you guys are starting to do it a couple times a week. So,
0: last week, um, we roasted on Wednesday and Thursday. And then Thursday, I think we roasted like almost 50 pounds, which... For our operation, like that's a lot of coffee, and yeah. then Phil was like, "You know what? I'm just gonna come on Saturday and like bust out some right. some poundage yeah um, and so he we dropped by there yesterday in between doing other things, and he was roasting away, so right. it's sort of like, here we are, like we're getting it and the cool
1: thing is we you know we've done the numbers, Phil I mean we have the capacity yes to do to roast." I mean, it seems crazy, but I mean, it it is crazy to to say it out loud, but there is a logical way to roast 100,000 pounds a A year year if we were to uh, use this, a roaster to
0: its full We absolutely can do that. Yeah. If we sell that much coffee, (laughs) which we want to. And, you know, it it kind
1: of, to me, uh, you know, we kind of approach this like, our eBay business, when, you know, we were selling like a lot of people who start. Yeah. 300 bucks a month, you know, we were right. selling like 20 things.
0: I think we sold enough to buy a Vitamix in like two yeah. months. And
1: then we were like, huh, I mean, you know, if we can sell 20 things, why can't we sell?
0: A hundred things. Yeah. I mean, and if and, we can sell, you know, look, we were like, if our bills are low enough, which right. they were, can we cover our bills? Right. Just straight up but but
1: n- not only that i just mean like physically like can we yes. find enough stuff gotcha. can we store this stuff how do we make a process to even put enough stuff online yeah. to be bought and right. it's the same way i think we're starting to think about this a roasting company is like yeah okay we've built the capacity we have the tools we have the building we have the people like you and Phil that and know how to actually
0: do it. Press play, and,
1: and now go. we need to actually, yeah, and like, we are.
0: Um, and the cool the thing customers. is, you know, yes, exactly. So, um, you know, we just got all our inspections done. We passed all our inspections. Like,
1: and the the inspection it was with the state, ag, with the right?
0: state uh, Virginia Department of Agriculture. They liked our building. They were like, "Go for it!" So that was on Wednesday. Cool. Um, Right. So we can just like totally go for it. So now. It, we're like a real a real live business. Yeah.
1: With taxes and everything else.
0: <laughs> All that fun stuff. Cool. So it's exciting. It um, is exciting.
1: And we started
0: and laying out the actual building like where is receiving in quotes? You know, it's like eight hundred square feet, but you're like this goes here. These are labeled this way. This is where we put our desk and our tasting station, and yeah.
1: And you know, I will say we bought this a uh, roaster off of eBay in mm-hmm. November two thousand nineteen. I think
0: it was October. Uh, but October yeah. two
1: thousand nineteen. <laughs> right on a, a wing and a prayer.
0: On a, yeah,
1: whatever that means. A hope but, and you a know, prayer. Uh, with just with the naivety. Yes. Like, we often go into things. Like, educate, like, educated naivety.
0: Look, if this roaster... Yeah, okay. And
1: then we bought the building in February. Because, <laughs> also
0: very naive. Because
1: we had to be like, you know, this place, Where are we going to put this? We were looking to rent places. Yeah. And we were like, we don't want to pay somebody rent for this building to put this thing in. And if it doesn't work, then... yeah. We've lost the money we put into the building. So we bought the building in February. We finished the building in July.
0: Yeah. Well, the pandemic hit and we shut down for about a month. Yeah.
1: But but the building finally got finished in July. July. We installed the roaster in August.
0: July and August. Actually
1: brought it in and had to figure out how to convert it from natural gas to propane. And like get 220 over oh there God, that was just, like you know like how does this work and then are you guys now in september i really thought it was going to take a long time to figure out how to operate this m- machine but i'm so excited that you and especially phil yeah just jumped on phil this, knows his stuff it's got like a little computer yep I mean, he's he never—he's never been trained on this thing, and yeah. he just started fooling—not fooling, fooling around—but he started to do what he thought made sense, and he's doing it. And so,
0: and he's roasting coffee that is totally drinkable. So I'm like, am we're
1: over the moon. Yes. Yeah. So. So there you go.
0: So where's the doubt come in? No, like no, no, no. we've been doing so well, Right, right? Right.
1: I mean. That's the crazy thing. It's just
0: normal. Like, it's
1: all about what I choose to focus on. Yeah. And that's why I always try and focus on what's actually happening. And if there's problems, focus on solving those problems. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The doubt just comes in of just like, yeah, what do I know about any of this right, stuff? Right, right. Like, we're putting a lot of money into this. Like, you know, what if we can't sell more than what we're selling now? Yeah. Like, what's the, you know... Uh, yeah.
0: I don't know. Speaking I mean, of which, I'll... go to broadporch.coffee and order some coffee. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Look, that coffee yeah. is roasted by Phil and I. Yeah. So you are tasting my recipes with Phil. Well, okay. My recipes, meaning I followed what Phil was doing and was like, this tastes good. Yeah. <laughs> I am a Q grader. I know it tastes good. <laughs>
1: Exactly. You you will so It's a
0: contribution.
1: So anyway, okay, let's talk about is this podcast about eBay?
0: What the hell is this podcast about?
1: Maybe it is. Let's talk about our eBay business, uh, which was a thing ...that we've built all of this on top of. Yep. Without selling... I mean, I just want to be clear. Without selling on eBay...
0: Yeah. None of this is possible. None of this
1: would be possible. We're this,
0: going on and on about all this other stuff, and eBay made it possible. Because it's true. eBay selling... Or eBay or just
1: selling online, but specifically for us as eBay, is just like... This is what pays all of our monthly bills. Yeah. Gives us our time to then work on these other things that we find fun. Okay. Fun. Fun. We talked about uh, eBay pushed out this new feature called Time Away. I don't even know it's actually live yet, but, mm-hmm. um, and, which I think is great. So Time Away, you can you know, tell it, I'm going to go away for a week. And eBay's new thing, it's great, uh, will just automatically change your handling time yeah. to when you come back. And then it dynamically changes as that week goes along. Yeah. So it goes from, you know, you're not going to receive this for seven days, now six days, now five days, which is great. It's
0: great. Because it's before
1: we would have to mainly change our handling time and go in every couple days while we were away to try and change it. So it's great. Yeah. One niggling issue we had was that they had a maximum of 15 calendar days. Right. Whereas in the handling time, you, could you do, can actually change to 30 business days which Which is is,
0: 45 days and
1: that's great for us so it's niggling not a big deal i think this current time away is actually great i mean it's probably good for like 90 most people of people that go away we just i just you know it's that was just a decision somebody people made at ebay and uh i hope that they reconsider just to let yeah you know a buyer because as long as you tell the buyer how long it's going to be it should be
0: And if they're not okay with it just refund them yeah that's what we would do so it would be 10
1: percent of people would want to refund yeah by i don't want to um uh, in case all you know all the ebay people are hearing this all the ebay employees who follow us <laughs> <laughs> i don't yeah. want to crush anyone's good work i just want to say uh you know it's uh it's so good um Follow up that item that I bought by accident. Yeah, I thought it was an offer to buy something
0: to, to sell something.
1: It was an offer to buy something to buy something, and because I don't have glasses on my phone, <laughs> I accepted it. And it's weird. So it's interesting though, where I get to see what it's like on the other side. Yeah, uh, it's just in our cart. After the first couple of days, they were like, "If you need to, to buy this or pay for it," and then it just stopped. It's been two weeks now. It's just sitting in our car. eBay's not sending me a message. Like, it doesn't
0: seem like an unpaid item case got opened.
1: I'm getting by the no seller. notification. Yeah, and you know, unfortunately, and we sent a, the, a message to the buyer, seller, seller. I'm the buyer. Yeah, I'm yeah, and uh, the seller just didn't respond. So this item is not in their store, so they can't resell it. I'm not going to buy it. Unless they
0: relisted it and just didn't end this thing. I don't know.
1: know. It's interesting. Like, uh, you know, there's no way for me to cancel it. I could pay for it, then immediately cancel it. But uh, that seems weird. But they
0: could say, no, I can't cancel it because I already shipped it. Which is like an option. Which is nuts. Right. Because you're like, what do you mean you already shipped it? It's been one minute. Yeah. And then you have to open a return case. And then you it's can just, return
1: it, yeah. It's, it's messy. It's it's interesting, so, so I don't know. We're going
0: to get an unpaid item case, but uh, eventually, I guess? I guess it, it... Or does it just
1: close? It should be soon, but I don't know. we'll, uh, we'll see. Who knows? This is the continuing adventure of Jay screwing up. Um, so we had another day this week. Yes. With no sales. So this is... It's weird. The third day with no sales in the past six weeks or so yeah hasn't happened
0: all year long so this is by a, the end of the day i'm like you know busy doing stuff jay did we even sell a single thing yeah. today
1: yeah i so, packed
0: all the stuff from yesterday but
1: i mean we're, we're all we will about to do our numbers here it wasn't a bad week it was it was just strange yeah. where the sales were coming in like
0: it's like peaks and valleys clumps yeah like and then i'd wake yeah. up to eight sales and i'm like what?
1: It was very clumpy. So weird. Clumpy.
0: Clumpy, yeah.
1: Okay, we sold 41 items, which strangely yeah. is the exact amount of items we sold a week ago. Weird. Which, I always think about that. That's a lot of items to me, 41. It's, it's a lot seems- to
0: me because i got to pack them all. Yeah. And some of them are 30-inch tall lamps. <laughs> oy, 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 which oy. we're
1: glad to sell. just fine. And we grossed $1,449.31.
0: Not, Not, including Not including shipping. Yeah, shipping costs.
1: Because if I include the shipping cost,
0: it's how much? It's
1: like two thousand dollars. So it, it makes it sound like real, real hot, hot yeah, stuff. Yeah, but I
0: got to pay for all that shipping. Yeah, a lot of this, global shipping stuff sold. Mm-hmm. Good. I, I will do those numbers. I will do August versus September. How
1: many you think sold this week? Three.
0: Five Five Dude okay. I'm serious so
1: Global bef- shipping So before when you were just doing the eBay send It was probably more than that Ten Three Eight Eight Okay Eight's Eight verse five it isn't bad But I hear you Like ten verse one I really I don't like, like eBay news.
0: send Look yeah. it takes a month and a half for stuff to get to Europe right. That's insane. And
1: we already have... I mean,
0: I know it's a pandemic,
1: We but. have one of those cases that got open today for some, like, what was it, like, uh, little hat pins or something? It
0: wasn't open today. It uh, was open a month ago. It's these, like, vintage letter openers that are going to Taiwan. Right. And he's like, they're not here. And I'm like, that sucks.
1: And that was eBay Send, right?
0: That's eBay Send. And,
1: and the shipping just...
0: DHL stopped. just ended. Mm. I'm like, DHL... Yeah. See, it's strange too, because I mean, I thought
1: DHL was like FedEx, where it was like super like scanned at every point. Here's the
0: deal with DHL. They're using a service called like DHL e-commerce, where they're shipping at the slowest. Oh, okay. It's not like FedEx. It's the cheapest, slowest e-commerce, whatever. Mm. But still, you're like, it's a private company. Why is it stuck in Germany right now? Is it the pandemic? I don't know.
1: I don't know the answer to that.
0: DHL, are you listening? <laughs> uh,
1: so, anyway, it was you know. Look, this seems fine. Yeah, it's it's all fine. It's great. You know, uh, you know things we sold. It was just so random. It's just like
0: yeah, it's so random. It's
1: t-shirts. To me, it's like the beauty slippers. It's the beauty of our hodgepodge business. Just yeah. clothes, shoes, belts, suspenders, teacup, artwork. Lamps, coasters.
0: What's our highest? Coasters. Yeah, those coasters.
1: So our highest was that lamp that you just complained about. It was $145. $145. Great sale. A vintage brass lamp.
0: I couldn't love a sale more than that. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, yes.
1: And it was real brass, right?
0: It was solid brass, shiny brass. It was vintage. Very cool lamp, actually. Yeah. Um, 28 inches tall. Did not want to ship this thing. 10 (laughs) inches wide. I actually found the perfect box. Thank God! <laughs> I hmm. was like, "Oh, thank God!" Good. Wrapped it, you know, bubble wrap the hell out of it. It is brass, so it's probably okay. But you right. don't want that thing banging around. So yeah, yeah, so it was good. love a sale like that. Yep. Uh, scavenger of the week. We didn't really. We just go, look talk about death piles. I got boxes and boxes from auctions, which is great. Our helpers doing great. Yeah, his photos are great. I want him to be faster. He's getting
1: faster. Okay. I need to... Yeah. So we don't... You know, we have not... And I don't know if this is good or bad, but I feel like we don't want to put, like, undue stress on him while he's still a he's learning, learning pup. I don't want to be like, you have to do 20 an hour, you know? Yeah. No, uh, 20 just, an hour. 10 an hour yeah. would be awesome. Right. So are you putting... Have, have you guys talked about any of that stuff? About no. Because like,
0: okay. I've been so busy Right. that it's hard for me to see him in person sometimes.
1: Right. Right. And that's kind of the nice thing. That's the idea. Is that he can, you know, he knows the code to our door. He just comes in. I
0: leave a note for him. Hey, work on this, work on this. These need to be done individually and he's getting there. But so this week I am going to try to connect with him in person because I need him to watch the cats one day when we actually have to go away overnight. Yeah. Um, And I'm like, PS, there are four cats and they eat us out of house and home so just please <laughs> fill up the food <laughs> yeah. but um yeah so i just need to connect with him i saw him yesterday because yeah. obviously like he's a friend he's a son of our friend who works with us but um he just learned to do, or he, no, oh, he he just got his license got that's his how license young stuff. this kid is yeah. i'm like wow i yeah. yeah i'm so much older than yeah. you it's crazy um anyway He's doing well. Good. I think he's doing very well. His good. photos are, have greatly improved. Good. Like he knows it's funny looking at pictures from before I sold this, um, uh, brass camel statue, like enamel camel thing, enamel camel. And, um, I didn't put anything in the photos for scale. I'm like, I'm obsessed with putting something in for scale now. Every single listing must have scale because, you know, people are buying things and they're like, Oh, I thought it was this. And you're like, because it's not enough that
1: it's not enough to be like, you know,
0: 12 uh, inches tall.
1: Yeah, like 12 inches tall. Because And I get it too, because I'm
0: just like, huh, I don't know, how big is 12 inches? But, but also, people don't read the description. So if right? you're like 12 inches by 8 inches. But even if you put it in the title. In the title, people still don't read it. You just got to put it next to a banana. Dude, like, banana, dollar bill. People put a Coke can. I have a can of coconut milk. Um, <laughs> I have a spray bottle. I bought a nicer spray bottle. It doesn't have writing all over it. Just so you know. It's just a plain spray (laughs) bottle. Because people know what a spray bottle looks like. Yeah. And he has to use it. Clean stuff anyway. Yeah. Or put stuff in for scale. I know it looks tacky because it does. It looks tacky. But people automatically, their brains are like, oh, that's really big. Yeah. Oh, that fits in your hand. That's too small for what I want. You don't want them to buy it and be like, this thing's only four inches. Yeah. No kidding. I said that in the title. (laughs) <laughs> i have that happen all the time
1: yep but yeah he's doing good and really because we have a lot going on we just could not actually do what we're i can't we are i we could not run our business because we just don't have time anymore to take photos ourselves and
0: i do take photos occasionally like there's some weird items that i'm like i how do i even explain to him what this is or what i need photos yeah. of I'll, I'll take photos of i'll put things aside and take photos of things like right that. i
1: mean and things that we think will really do well like yeah you pulled aside this old uh padlock padlock yeah it's, it's
0: heart-shaped padlock i actually have two of them but i have really high prices on them like people sell them for 20 bucks and i'm like no 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 i want 120 dollars for this minimum yeah because i'm like that because
1: people gonna wait
0: three years because there's
1: a collector world of old locks
0: yeah just don't put the word railroad lock in because eBay gets really weird about those. Like uh, you have to have a very specific, um, like old railroad that it was a part of. Mm. I got like almost bureaued on those
1: because they don't want people selling like keys to Amtrak
0: locks right. where you're going to. Even though they're down. from the eighteen hundreds, so you're like, yeah. what? Right. So I don't. I've seen some railroad locks listed as railroad locks, but. Yeah. Um, I got Veroed on or Veroed or whatever. I I don't yeah. know what it's called when they're like, Watch out, you can't yeah. say this.
1: Yeah. On eBay. Okay, okay, customer issues. We really didn't have any. We had a couple of returns initiated and it's interesting. It was like two people in a row where like the buyers sent us a message. Saying I'm gonna send this back. Yeah, and we didn't say anything. Like, fine, you know. Like, there's I just a, don't
0: say. There's like a hassle-free
1: it. return process. Just like every, you open a return. It's not a big deal. But then they kept sending a message like, "Is it okay for me to return this?" Right, and so we had to. Be and like, I want yes. to be like,
0: "No, <laughs> don't be return like, it's it." It's fine,
1: you know. Send yeah. it back. Like I
0: said, I take return. So this is the thing about scale. So someone bought these. They're basically soup spoons. You know, they're like big old spoons. And she was like, oh, I really wanted teaspoons, even though I said the measurement and I show a hand holding the spoon. So Mm. you see the scale. She still thought they were tiny. And she's like, I would like to... She has zero feedback. I would like to exchange these for the Teaspoon version. These, and like,
1: was, antique? Or, I'm like, cool, uh,
0: I don't have those. Right. Like, you can't exchange them because right. I'm not Amazon and these are from the 1930s. Right. Like, yeah. I don't know what to tell you, lady. <laughs> but, um,
1: yeah, just, just send it back. So It's, it's just, fine. But
0: look, I love eBay because yeah. this is just a message on the internet. I'm like, right. nope, I take returns for any reason. Send, done. yep.
1: yep. You know, I don't have to deal with someone in my face. It's great. But that's why, you know, people complain when hassle-free returns got started. And and I I was one of the people that was concern like oh no this is going to be more like amazon where like we're just going to get returns at the wazoo and we don't it hasn't and it is nice that there's a system where most of the time people just initiate a return on their own yeah send it back there's a tracking. system you know it's all fine i relist it and it's you know it's it's not like the old days where every return took like 10 <sighs> like, messages with people yeah and,
0: it is kind of nice it's not as bad as we thought like yeah. you said right it is a pain sometimes when someone's like, "I didn't like the color." Return and you're like, "Oh, yeah." But
1: whatever. Just yeah. we, we, we returns obviously aren't fun because you know the because
0: you have to give people's money
1: because back. the m- money's going in the opposite direction. You don't want that. Okay, things we learned in the forum. Uh, Wendy asked a question. I don't know the answer to this, but I think we talked about it once. She said, anytime I take pictures through the eBay app, all pictures have been saving to my iPhone camera roll. I know the answer. I think I remember you saying something about this is this on one of the past podcasts, but I don't remember if you found a solution. Do you know a way to stop this from happening?
0: Yes. Okay. I now know. Well, I asked her to ask it on the forum right. just because it's yeah. good to add at- Look, don't just email us questions, number one. Uh, Jay's really good at answering questions. I don't have time. Right. Number two, someone's going to answer it better and faster on the forum. Right. However, I do know the answer because she prompted me to look it up. Cause I was like looking at my phone. I'm like, I have all these photos of like random things that I'm listing and it's annoying. So, um, you go into your general settings. It's like the little, um, gear. This is on the iPhone. I don't know anything about, uh, Android. The little gearbox and scroll down to the eBay preferences. You're like, "Uh," scroll down, scroll down, eBay. You have to tell it never to read or write to your photo, your Mm. camera roll. Just say, eBay, you do not have access to this, which kind of sucks because sometimes you want to upload a photo to a listing that you're like, oh, I forgot to show this. Mm. And you take a photo on your camera and then you have to change the preference. What I would love is if you could tell it to read your camera roll, but not write to it. Mm. You're like, yeah, I can upload photos from my camera roll. Just don't save to right. it. That's like a bit too complicated right. for eBay. Yeah. So you just turn off that preference.
1: So if you turn that off, then when you take pictures through the eBay app, it's just uploading to the to eBay, eBay website and not putting it on your phone.
0: Yeah. Okay. Good. Some people want it on their phone because yeah. they want to back up. Yeah. And that's understandable and for
1: s- sure. Right. I mean, some people like my... Whatever I mean, I'm up to iPhone seven.
0: Yeah, you're on a this seven. Is.
1: So you know, but you know, iPhones are now up to like I know they're in a billion. Who knows? se see. Uh, I would. I think I have 128 gigs on this. Yeah, thing. like there's
0: a lot of room.
1: I don't know if the uh, brand new ones like the X's have like a gig. I don't know how how big the
0: a gig. You're talking about? You mean a terabyte?
1: Yeah. Whatever. You have
0: t- 128 gigs. Sorry.
1: Terabyte, yeah, right. a
0: terabyte's a thousand <laughs> gigs. I have no, yeah. Can you like look? That's what I mean. My mind is blown. All right. A terabyte, you know how much a terabyte cost? Like fifteen years ago, you're like, I gotta buy a terabyte. It's gonna cost like a thousand dollars. they
1: even had terabyte. I,
0: they didn't. They available. had like a five hundred gig.
1: Yeah. So anyway, that's the answer. Thank That's the answer. Coming.
0: Uh and, and as far as like joining the forum,
1: um, I know people send us questions directly just because they don't want to go through the hassle. Yeah, I g I don't it. know. I'm sorry if it's a hassle. It's just we're really trying to keep spam from our forum. But you go over there, you join, and,
0: you get denied.
1: And they still have to email us, right?
0: Look, this is how I do it. We get so many spam requests. We get less because I put a CAPTCHA on the sign up page, but we still get spam requests. And what's going to happen is I'm going to deny you. I updated the plugin. Real quick,
1: we don't personally deny. No,
0: I'm not even looking at any names. Our
1: system denies you. Yeah, it's
0: just it's just a bulk deny. And
1: then people just have to email us and be like, "Hey, I just joined. This is my uh," this
0: is my username and then slash email and then then then
1: I approve you. Everybody. We we got a couple people this week that were like, "Why did you deny me? Like this isn't fair. Like I'm I'm a real eBay. I'm like it's not."
0: Look, yeah. here's the deal. The plugin got updated automatically and it erased my custom message. My custom message on the deny page would be like, Hey, write me an email. If you're a human, Can I'll you approve write you. It again? Yes, I already did. Okay. So that's what I'm trying to say. People were deeply offended that they were right. denied because there was no message telling right. them yeah. so to email us.
1: We we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I yeah. have enough I beat myself up enough. I don't need other oh people. Oh, my God. I can't believe
0: we started the <laughs> podcast with this
1: conversation. Oh, uh, what? I mean, it's like, did I, I, to me, that makes me feel good to, like, just talk about, like, real things, right? Yeah. It's good. Okay. So, uh, let's go to the questions or comments that people sent in Okay. Week.
0: You can email us an audio <laughs> file. We got an email with an audio file today. Uh, the email is the at gmail.com or you can... Call our voicemail line. The phone number is 540-407-8486.
2: Hey, scavengers. I just wanted to give you my story about an accidental purchase on eBay. So we had just picked up some new equipment, and while moving them, my phone was in my front pocket, and I forgot to lock it. I got a eBay ding message from the seller asking me to pay for my purchase. I went ahead and looked at it, and my pocket had accidentally buy it now on a $12,000 Lambretta scooter. I felt really bad. I explained the situation. The seller was pretty cool about it, but it was kind of not great for both of us. All right. Thanks, guys.
0: So he said he accidentally bought a $12,000 scooter. Yeah. eBay, why is this like so common? (laughs) I mean, you forgot to lock your phone in it. I I feel like buy it now is like, it's got to be like two or three steps. Yeah. So I, why is it that easy? I don't
1: know. But you know, it's it's good to hear. I, I don't know. i are not I, the only ones. I, I do not. It, I feel like it as a as a seller. I feel it happens. It's way too common for us to experience it as a seller, where we might get two or three buyers a month who say, "Oh, I didn't mean to buy that. I just mean buy." And so it makes me be like, "I don't believe you." But yeah. maybe with these. You know, with these stories, with my own experience, maybe it is more common. I don't know.
3: Hi, Ryan and Jay. This is Vicki with Avante Avenue. I've been following your channel for well over two years and love it. And I missed you recently when you skipped a week, but good for you. Um, You were talking about managed payments and shipping labels. I had something very strange happen this morning. First of all, I'm on two-day handling. I had a sale come in yesterday morning. I went to work on it this morning and eBay gave me a nice little message when I went to print the label saying, your pending payments are not enough to pay for this transaction. I'm like, what? What do you mean I can't pay for this transaction? They have made several transfers of payments to out of uh, my PayPal out of eBay, you know, to my personal checking and that's fine. But why wouldn't they hold something that was just purchased in just a little over 24 hours? so that I could have my shipping money taken out of my funds. I found this very strange. I tried to add an additional credit card, because as you know, as you said, they give a PayPal option. Well, I didn't want to use PayPal. I mean, the whole point is we're not supposed to be using PayPal. I added a new credit card, but it still never gave me the little button to push to uh, choose using my credit card. So I jumped out of the program and went to Pirate Ship to print my label. Thought it was very strange. Yes, I agree 100%. They need to give us the option to use our credit card or debit card or whatever we want, we want to pay for our postage. So very shocked that they withdrew money that I needed. Now, I did check to see if, well, maybe they took a balance out for my invoice, but no, my invoice was current. I make periodic payments, and it was paid up to date. So there you go. Um That's a real problem when eBay doesn't have enough funds in there to pay for your shipping. I'm glad it was just the one sale. What if i had had 10, 20 sales this morning? And I didn't have um, my funds to pay for any of my shipping. And, of course, pirateship was actually more than what my eBay label would have been. So thanks for all you do. I know I need to wrap it up here. Thanks so much. Uh, keep up the great work. Love your podcast. And I really appreciate it. Take care. Bye-bye. So
0: I actually had this happen to me this week as well. And I think what it is is... You have like um a return open or a case open or whatever, and they hold the rest of your money even though all your sales are like "Okay, this is a ten dollar sale with twelve dollar shipping or whatever." you're like it should be covering it because I just got this money in I think they're holding it for other things and I think it has to do with returns and stuff mm. like that they're like well this money's on hold and you're like well now I have a negative balance because the return is fifty dollars and I had a you know a, a day the day before with no sales
1: so as a solution is just to have like a backup Bank, right. Bank account. Well, partner. so
0: PayPal was my backup. So I just paid for it out of PayPal, right. which is actually just linked to my bank account now. So right. it's like directly out of the bank account. But it is annoying. And so here's the other annoying thing. So I have 10 things I have to ship. And it's like, hey, you don't have enough money in your managed payments. Do you want to switch over to PayPal? And I'm like, Yes. I go to the next thing. I have to do it again. I have mm-hmm. to do it for every single right. one. Yeah. <laughs> Ten times. That is
1: strange. Like why they just don't pull it out of your bank account. You know, like if you don't have... Uh,
0: it's, just yeah. a, it's just a wonky system right okay. now.
1: Yeah. I mean, and just kind of... This is a bit of a segue, but it's the same thing. So this month, you know, eBay just sent out the invoice. I don't know if... Yes. I don't know if it's to everybody, but September 16th had been yeah. like when we got our invoice. Right. And that was the first full month when we were in managed payments. Yeah. And, you know, I've been really confused because if you go to the managed payments, uh, what do they call it? It's um, like the
0: breakdown.
1: Yeah. There's a... Hang on a i I'm going to go to the... <laughs> You're like, what's it quick.
0: exactly called?
1: I don't know why it's slow. Okay. It's just like our financial summary. And, you know... And they have total funds on one side. And then they have our invoice. You know, our invoice was $1,000.
0: Right. We're like, what?
1: So I'm just like, what is this money that's being charged outside of managed payments? Because my, again, assumption is that all of our fees and shipping should come out of our managed payments income. And then they just send us the net profit. So I understand that. $299 $299 is for our monthly subscription for having an anchor store, which I think is also weird. We'll just take that out of like managed payments. But anyway, they don't. So that's part of it. And then the other $700 this month was for shipping fees. That was specifically FedEx and the eBay Send. Yeah, FedEx the Post. They don't take that out of your right. managed payments.
0: Now, that was part of July and part of August. Uh, so the interesting thing is this is, this is an invoice for August and September, right? Right. So, so, so my question is why are they showing stuff from July? You know, part of it's July. So I feel like they're just behind Mm. and like, I don't know why. Yeah. But they'll do that with with payments for shipping sometimes they'll be like oops we forgot to invoice you for a whole month and right. you're like so all right
1: to me ebay i don't mind managed payments i kind of like it where it's just hooked up to our bank account and it's not through paypal i'm on board yeah. i'm all about that but then the system just seems very convoluted because some stuff comes out of our yeah. whatever I managed payments pending funds and then some stuff is on an invoice that then we get a bill that we have to then pay for yeah. through a credit card or paypal yeah. or whatever it's just it's
0: and you get this whopping bill like
1: thousand dollars the whole i love the beauty and the cleanliness of just everything gets charged out of the money we yeah. make on eBay, and then send yeah. me the net profit. Now
0: I will yeah. say I'm not using eBay Send, so we're not going to get that on the invoice anymore. And I'm not you. I stopped using Smart Post um, because of the delays of the post office. Things were getting so delayed on Smart Post, and actually some things went unaccounted for through Smart Post that I was just like. You know what? I'm just gonna do priority and first class and sometimes parcel.
1: And those and those shipping labels come out of our our
0: Manage Payments. Our, our managed payments or PayPal files. like yeah. we were just talking about. So, so it's it's should we should not have an invoice that's that big in the next uh, invoice cycle.
1: Right. And so for me it's just like get rid of the invoice, just charge my yeah. managed payments, even if I have a negative account. And just have a timer on it. So if I don't make enough within two weeks or something and I have a negative balance, then just hit my bank account yeah, or hit my credit card that I have on file. Yeah. No, I know. Um, just
0: make it. Yeah.
1: yeah. So that's just whatever. That's sorry. There you go.
0: Hello.
4: I have listened to your show since the beginning and um, I've called a few times. Um, I have a couple questions for you. Uh, First of all, you all are so busy now. I am wondering, um, is there a stopping point for you with eBay, with everything else you've got going on? I swear you are the busiest people I've ever not met in my life. Um, do you see yourself continuing? Do you have a stop date for eBay or a number goal um financially that you would say okay this is it we're done with ebay let's sit back and enjoy this this life that we've created um so that's one question i have three um the next one is and feel free to answer uh, answer this um what do you have your helper doing for you um And what do you all do at this point, since you have the helper and they do the listing and the photographing? um, What is your role in the eBay business? Um, I find that I am not very good at listing. I'm really good at sourcing, which is the story of everybody's life. But um, I luckily sell high-dollar items, so I do pretty well. But after I source and I come home and I look at my pile, my brain just falls apart like someone has dropped pickup sticks. So I'm kind of thinking I want to help her. Uh But I want to know uh, what they do for you and um, what do you maintain for yourself and how do you keep them from knowing your numbers. And then my third question is about supplies. I do sell a lot of breakables. I didn't used to. I used to sell clothes. But now I sell a ton of breakables. And I find that My bubble wrap and stuff is very expensive. I dumpster dive a lot of it, but sometimes I don't have it. Um, So do you go through Uline? um, Do you go through a big company? And do you find a savings by doing that if you do? And that is all my questions. I just want to say I really appreciate you guys. And I look forward to turning you on every Monday as I start my listing. And thank you very much.
1: Bye. So we're, we're going to do this out of order. Okay. Okay. So yes, yeah, so a million questions here. So let's try and break this down because they're all good questions. I mean, these are all questions of like someone that like has been selling on eBay and then is starting to think of their eBay as like a business and like, how do I get this to be like a, a consistent, like sustainable business? You know? Yeah. Okay. So our helper, a couple, of, I think it might've been four years ago we all started talking about helpers because we were just a community of people kind of doing everything ourselves. And then someone came on and he was like, yeah, I hired people on Craigslist and they're like taking pictures for me. And, 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 you know, and everyone has this dream, I want to do the fun stuff. I want to go buy stuff. Shop. I just want to go. I'm hunting. It's so fun. And then I come and I dump it all on the ground and then I hire someone who like goes through it, yeah. photographs it, lists Listed. it, researches it and when it sells, they ship it and then I just go buy more stuff. Like that's the dream. Yeah. I don't think that dream is possible. Yeah. Like you would have to hire like the most talented person and you'd have to pay them so much money that yeah. it wouldn't make it worth It's it. not worth the money. What we have figured out is that it's possible to find someone to take photos. Yes. So we don't just dump a box of stuff and say, go for it. We actually go through everything, clean it, put it in a row, put some notes on things and like our current helper. Takes photos.
0: Right. That's it. That's all he does is take photos. And I mean, he he creates the draft and the listing. He takes photos. He doesn't do titles. He does no research. That's my job. Because he's a 16 year old kid. Yeah. Like, he doesn't know. And he's literally like, what the heck is this thing? I have no idea. But that's a lot. That's a lot off my plate.
1: And then that gets enough so then Ryan can just go and, you know.
0: Look. This is what I do. So, my helper before him would do very good titles and put that basically right. in the right Cause But she wouldn't do prices. She was a young woman who was 30
1: or yeah. something, you know, and she was kind of into like antique vintage stuff. Yeah, she
0: had an Etsy store. she had
1: a lot more, and we paid her more too. And so, she actually did more where she would do. Photos, titles, item description. Right, but we would do the prices.
0: Yeah, because because pr- I'm all look. Yeah, I am not. I am not a normal pricer. Right, or and, and so that's important. And on the answer of like,
1: do they see your uh, numbers? Yeah, yeah, they do. I mean, eBay has a thing where you can give people like like secondary access or something.
0: And I did that for a while. During the pandemic when she was helping us. And it worked. But um, it was a little clunky. But look, it was my
1: huge concern too when we started talking about getting somebody involved. They're going to go. They're going to see everything we're selling. They're going to see how much we sell it for. They're going to see how much we make. And then they're going to be like, I'm going to go start my own business. And what we learned is is that just doesn't happen. because It just
0: doesn't happen. Most
1: people don't want to do
0: this. Like and- both, both – My helper is not the 16-year-old, but the two young women who were in their 30s. They both got full-time office jobs. You know, like they knew everything I was doing. They saw all my numbers and they were like, yep, I got a full-time office job with benefits.
1: Now, now your question about like shipping supplies and stuff. I mean, this is something that I think Ryan was struggling with too. It's like... When you're starting, you're scrappy and like... You just throw stuff in a polymailer. You want to scavenge everything and <laughs> it, you don't want to pay for shipping supplies. And we were going to Walmart at night and getting like carloads of boxes. Yeah. And we're getting... We're calling the pharmacy to see if they have bubble wrap. And then finally I was like, this is our business. Just buy it. Just buy it. Look,
0: put it in... If, you're, if you, you said you sell high-end delicate items, put a handling fee on there. Right.
1: Or you know? or just like it's part of it's your part of cost. The- and so we buy big rolls of bubble wrap, we yep. buy these huge gigantic bags of peanuts. peanuts now biodegradable. You know? And you know,
0: and I buy rolls of newspaper from the newspaper. Like right. I like, buy the uh, end rolls,
1: It's uh, newsprint, right.
0: newsprint paper. You know, right. it's not printed on.
1: Um, They're so two
0: bucks a roll, and it's just part
1: of the business, and it's important because you know it's no fun when you send something nice to somebody and it, <laughs> it breaks, breaks, and then you have to a uh, refund a hundred bucks yeah. uh, because. We were too cheap to put Just in, you know.
0: pay for it. Yeah. It's your cost of doing business.
1: Okay, final question. This is a long one because there's a lot. But these these are good. So, I don't know. It was, it was, the question was kind of like, why are we so busy? Or like, when are we going to stop? Or like, Yeah, we w-
0: ask ourselves like, all, all the time.
1: What's the point of all this?
0: What's your stopping point? Is it 70 years old? <laughs> and for me, it's kind of
1: like... And I think other people who maybe have gone down the road, you're a little farther down and you have an eBay business. I mean, it's just like you build momentum up. Right. Like you've been able to pull away from having to get a job and you're kind of like independent in a way and you're running a business. That takes a lot of work. It's not something we can like turn on and off. Like if we decided to get a job or something, all this stuff would stop and it would be hard to start back up. You I mean, know? we've
0: built up the infrastructure. We have a warehouse. We have a helper. We have a system with right. our helper.
1: And and then, you know, and the whole idea of like doing other projects like, you know, renovating uh, rentals and starting now this coffee business. Part of that, too, is just like. Not wanting to have all our eggs in one basket, yeah. like that was also a big topic in this community four or five years ago. Yep. And a lot of people's answer was, "Well, that's why I sell on Amazon. Amazon yeah. That's why I sell on Etsy." Yep. But for me, your eggs are still kind of in the same well, basket it's online selling. because you're selling online. Yeah. For us, we wanted other businesses beyond just selling things we find online.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, that makes me feel good because again. There's no safety net here. Right.
0: We have, we have talked about stopping eBay, like, because we do get busy with our other stuff, but that's honestly why I have a helper, you know, all these questions kind of tie into each other where you're like, you know, the helper is also really flexible. I mean, there were times with my other helper before she got a job where I would be like, I just don't have anything this week. Like I need a break. And she, she was flexed. She had, you know, her husband had a full-time job and she did other things You know, she helped out family members who needed like medical care and she was like, that's fine. You know, it's cool. So, you know, you want a helper that's not just like, this is my only job, you know, and it won't be because you won't have enough hours for that anyway. So, you know, that, that for me was the, that was the original answer for not stopping eBay. It was like, we're getting too busy with these other projects that we need someone to help us because we w- it's worth it.
1: Right. But, I mean, I think for me the answer is more like we've created this pipeline though, that we talk about. We have a system. Yeah. And why stop it? You know,
0: Right. Why stop and it? The, That's the, always the, been the answer. And
1: the helper was just to, like, do the stuff we didn't want to yeah. do. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, why are we – and, like, I think the ultimate question that she's asking, or at least the one that I hear in my own head because we ask this all the time, is like – you know, when do we stop? Like, right. do we stop working and start enjoying life?
0: Right. We we literally talked about it yesterday.
1: I think the we answer talk about is this: all the time. I I am enjoying yeah. my life. Like, I'm. I don't know. I feel like I don't know if it's a generational thing. Like, if baby yeah. boomers are kind of like,
0: I'll you retire.
1: You work then. until you're sixty seven, and then you get to like live on a golf course and you know buy a condo on the beach. I don't think like that. Like, I don't really like the beach, you know? Uh, (laughs) I actually don't like the beach. You know, I don't, I you know, I like traveling, I like trips, but I don't see it as like a full-time job. I don't like golf.
2: Like, (laughs) I like what
1: we're doing. Yeah. I like being creative. Yeah. Like, we actually got together because we were part of this community, another kind of community where we were like helping build stuff. And, yeah, I like, being part of a community. Well,
0: it's like creative problem solving. That's like, Jay just got mad at me because I was typing to one of our business partners about like figuring out this like creative problem that we have that I'm like, I need to like, we got to figure out what we're doing for the, this part of the coffee shop actually. And Jay was like, stop being distracted by that. We're doing the podcast right now. And it, but it, but it's like so exciting because I'm like hold on I just we're having this discussion right. about like faucets you know and and it's so like that's enjoyable right. you know you're like we get to pick ha- right. anything we want for how this looks so you like know?
1: you know part of selling on eBay is like being part of this community and this is fun for us so if we were to stop selling on eBay we would no longer be doing this podcast we'd no longer be talking to people
0: right connecting know? with
1: people uh, that's part. why we enjoy i think so far starting this coffee business is because there's like this coffee community that is fun yeah like meeting people and learning i love it and that to me is just i don't know that to me is what life is about and i don't see why that needs to stop i can see slowing down yeah i can see offloading parts of this to other people that we can like shipping like if
0: if Look, I wake up every morning and I ship. Um, yeah. Well, I have three day handling, so I've been able to sure. push that aside. But you know, that would really be like, yeah, I'm the general manager, and it gets done. And
1: and then finally, because this is becoming very long, <laughs> I, I also think like we don't have like cable TV. We just watch things on the internet like a lot of people these days. But when we go to like hotels and stuff, we like
0: HDTV TV. Yeah.
1: And so there's a show, I don't know what it's called, but these like two, this young couple and they're like in Alabama or something. It's called
0: Hometown.
1: Yeah. I, I guess so they're like... Like
0: most people on this podcast are like, duh. And
1: yeah. I really like them. I guess they're kind of like a country version of those two people in Waco. Those ones yeah. that I don't like. Magnolia. Yeah. Uh... And they just seem really, like, authentic. They're and cool.
0: They have great style.
1: I And I haven't seen them in a while, so maybe they're horrible now. But I like what they're doing. They're, like, in this little... Tiny Rural town. Alabama town. Kind of off the beaten path. And they're, like, redoing all these old houses for people who live there. Yeah. For and their
0: community. It's cool. That's like, the
1: best. That's the kind of cool thing... I like people to do. Yeah. You know, um, and you know, and I think about that too. To, this is something I've been thinking about is that we're not rich people. I mean, we have now access to uh, resources because we've been doing all this, but we're certainly not rich. Yeah, Even on like our County, uh, people would say it's a poor County overall, but there is a layer, a good layer of people who have access to, a. Uh, a resources Like, I know guys that have, like, you know, four vehicles. Four above, really nice vehicles. An, ex- an excavator, an RV, a motorcycle. Right. You know, they must spend so much money on their, like, personal property taxes. And, you know, that's just how they choose to spend their money that they make. Right. And enjoy their life. And that's fine. We have just chosen to spend our resources on property and design. And, and renovation. And to, like, kind of get involved in trying to make things yeah. better in the way we think it would be better. And it's yeah. just choices. You that
0: know? makes me want to plug my Instagram. <laughs> Lovely Luray Real Estate. There you go. And Lurey is spelled L-U-R-A-Y for those who asked me last week.
1: Right. And you've been posting like little photos in our uh,
0: Of like town. stuff that's for sale. <laughs> now, I have been posting a lot of foreclosures and a lot of like abandoned houses because they're so cheap. But I started posting some, like, houses that were already redone. There's this really cute house that I'm like, oh, this one's ready. Yeah. Like, someone already did it. So and, those do exist. And,
1: you know, we're not uh, real estate agents. I'm not an agent. I will say, we are in this cool little hamlet yes. outside of D.C., like 90 miles away. And everything around us, like the other different counties things are really expensive. Yeah. Because people, they're bedroom communities or people have second They're right off the highway. Yeah, I mean, and we're kind of in this valley that people have overlooked for decades. And I think that's going to change. And I think this is like a really kind of, I mean, when you say things are dirt cheap, they're not like $5,000 dirt cheap.
0: But they're They're like... like Forty to seventy
1: thousand. Yeah. Uh which is a really good deal. But and
0: I mostly I try to post things that are under two hundred thousand. Right. Like there's a lot that's under two hundred. Right.
1: And so that's another exciting thing, kind of going back to the Alabama kids doing yeah. their town, is that it's just fun to be a part of something to think that you could make where you live better. And that's exciting to us too. Yeah. And so I don't see like stopping doing that as long as it's fun, you know. Yeah. So I don't know if the, if that's the answer she's looking for, but that's the one I got.
2: AJ hey and Ryan, Phillips Cavengers. I just became aware of an eBay program. I don't think you've ever discussed it on the podcast before. If you have, well, I must have missed it. Anyway, it's called the eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and uh, it's, I think it's primarily for watches. And if you Google eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can see their documents on it. But uh, it says for watches. Uh, sold over $2,000 and possibly other items, uh, they can show up when you sell the item. You'll get a link in your, uh, your page there that, uh, has a link to this eBay authenticity guarantee and you have to, you don't send it to the buyer, uh, right away. Instead, you send it to, uh, an eBay address and they actually review the item to see if it's authentic or not. And if it is, then they send it to the buyer. If it's not, they refund the buyer and they send the item back to you. And so it's kind of a neat program, I guess. Uh, You don't get to choose whether your item is in the program or not. eBay decides. And there's no fee for it, at least not now. I guess eBay finds it significant enough. There's probably enough fake watches out there that it causes them a lot of uh, phone calls or whatever. Anyway, uh, I had not heard of this before, and I was watching uh, a video on YouTube where someone had uh, dealt, had to deal with it, and so it was kind of intriguing. I thought I'd pass it along. Thanks.
1: That is cool. I, I kind of knew that eBay had started an authentication program, but I didn't know, like you said, I didn't know any of the details. I didn't know it was free. Oh, uh,
0: that's interesting. Yeah. It's
1: currently free, but I, you know, we... Don't didn't know about it because we never sell any of that kind of stuff. But yeah, I the there is I've read some articles about about it. There's a huge market for designer watches and handbags and yeah. Uh, it's just like not a world I'm know about and interested in.
0: Or buy, but, <laughs> You're like I mean, what?
1: We we don't have access to any of that stuff. But uh, you know that's that 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 makes sense because obviously. All that stuff is so easy to counterfeit. Oh sure, that I mean that eBay. It needs to have some kind of authentication program. It's you know?
0: I don't know if it's easy, but it's just frequently I mean, counterfeit.
1: I mean, there's that company, the Real Real.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, one of these. Uh, capital investor, what's it called? Uh, venture capital. Venture capital. Startup. Startup, where it's all about just selling authenticated Bags. Gucci.
0: Or shoes, yeah. Shoes.
1: Yees. High end. yee what? what are those shoes that...
0: <laughs> oh, uh, what's his name? Yeah. Yeezy?
1: Yeezy, yeah.
0: <laughs> God, uh, how old are we?
1: Yee-yees. Oh. You're like... <laughs> That'd be a cool name. Anyway. uh
0: Yeah.
1: So, uh yeah, the market must be big enough where eBay yeah. think it's,
0: well, it's worth it. So someone posted that. something on the forum about mm-hmm. that, right? Like this week where they were like, the eBay, you know, watch, use watch market was huge during the pandemic and mm. like exploded, wow. which is so weird. I'm like, uh, what? People were buying luxury watches during the, the pandemic? The cynical
1: part of me. Fears, it's because people were like doing like getting government money mm. like in kind of an underhanded way for their business and just blowing it on like
0: Have ha- you heard stories yeah. like that haven't
1: you read those articles where people yeah. like faked a business and got like a hundred thousand dollars and spent it on you know on
0: like cars and
1: strippers and hopefully all that, they so. got
0: caught yeah that's it for the podcast
1: okay that is it Uh, I'm not going to do the whole spiel anymore, but we are at com.
0: I will do this spiel though. Okay. Broadporch.coffee. Yep. Like it is being roasted in our building with me helping me tasting it, making sure it's quality for you.
1: And Phil, who is the roast master. Yes. He demands that coffee be no more than a week old. He demands yeah. freshness. So. He, he
0: is not roasting and holding it for a month. Yep. He will not. That's true. And, and we're so, like, why
1: don't you just... So right now, know. you guys are still kind of getting a final coffee choices. What right now is your favorite coffee?
0: Me? Yeah. Costa Rican right Costa now. Costa
1: Rican. It's why? delicious. Tell me the tasting notes.
0: Okay. Tasting notes are caramel... Uh, a light green apple malic acid, very good, and uh, a bit of chocolate.
1: Right. And when you know, I, I used to hear those I'd be like, "What? Does That's it taste like bull. chocolate?" So explain to people what, how you come across those tasting notes, real quick.
0: So real quick, there are thirty seconds. There are very complex acids and um, sugars in a coffee bean that you can roast a certain way. To bring out those flavors, right. it's like wine, right. it's like beer. Um, you know, you're bringing out certain flavors that exist within the coffee bean if you're roasting it the way you want. Right. So our Costa Rican is is tasting pretty darn good. Right.
1: And and if you haven't ever dealt with specialty coffee, you know the kind of coffee you normally get at even Starbucks. But you know Folgers, they just get kind of a bunch of coffee. Mix it all together. And it and, tastes
0: like coffee. And
1: they bake it. They like dark roast it. So they just roast everything out where, you know, it gives you that quote unquote coffee taste. Yeah. And so there's a different way to... Look,
0: it, our to coffee tastes it. like coffee. Yeah. But it has more complex flavors. Yeah. So that's that's specialty coffee. It's delicious. It's, it's good. Okay. I like it.
1: Uh, anyway... Don't subscribe, don't do anything. If you found this, it's a this is like a little secret. Like
0: secret village. Don't
1: tell anybody.
0: Below the castle of eBay.
1: This podcast is ending three, in three two.
0: One, one bite.